Welcome, everybody. You're tuning into Great Luck, the show about traffic, driving, cars, infrastructure, and much more. I'm your host, Vlad. And I am Karina. Fasten your seatbelts because you're in for a bumpy ride. <laughs> so, this is our very first episode, episode number one, season one. <laughs> Okay, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gridlock.podcast, Twitter at podcast gridlock, and we have a Facebook group called Gridlock Podcast. Sounds good, Karina. Thank you. Let's give a little background about ourselves. Why are we, how are we qualified to give this podcast? You want, to, you want us to start off, Karina? Sure. Okay. Well, I've always loved driving and cars since I was really little. I grew up with the Mario Kart. And uh, not just with the Mario Kart regular controller, my cousins can attest to the fact that I went out of my way to get the wheel controller and the little gas pedal. So it'd sit on the floor of my basement with a little wheel and the gas pedal playing on on the Nintendo. Um, and then as I got older, I was really interested in getting my license, obviously, when I turned 16. I'm not sure if this is you. Right as soon as I turned 16 on my birthday, I went and I got my license with my dad. And it was actually really disappointing because I went in and I had to go after school because my dad wouldn't let me miss school. And we got there just in time for me to take the written test, but I didn't have enough time to do, uh, like, to, like, line up and get the written test, but I didn't have enough time to actually write the test itself. So I had to go in the next day to write it, but I could skip the line. So then my dad let me skip school the next day because I, like, begged him to let me (laughs) get my license. So I was 16 in a day when I got my G1. Um, and then now I drive standard and automatic cars, uh, for my job, I travel all over Toronto. Every day is a different area, different route. So I know the city pretty well. And I also work with, uh, skip the dishes, which is a lot of driving. If you haven't heard of it, it's similar to Uber eats. So I definitely drive a lot. Well, Toronto, are you, are you saying, are you talking about Canada? Yes. <laughs> Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That's awesome. So I started, so when I was 16, I was always into cars growing up as a little kid. I could name every single model on the road. I was always an enthusiast right off, like right when I was young. Well, I knew I was an enthusiast when I was four years old, five years old. And I'd always point out to my grandma all the cars that were traveling on the road. That's that one. That's a Ford Taurus. That's a Dacia. Because I grew up in Romania, right? So it was a little bit different. The cars that we had there were a little smaller and more compact. Engine's not as powerful. Now... I drive a red Toyota 86 2017. She's a stick shift, real wheel drive. It's got that two liter boxer engine, and oh baby, she purrs real nice. I'm telling you, <laughs> she purrs real nice. And Karina actually drives a Subaru as well, an Impreza. And we have a very similar engine, and uh, I don't know, I think that's how we fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Part story. of it. <laughs> that's the story. That's the story. Um, So today on the podcast, we're going to do a Never Have I Ever game. We're going to go over colors of cars and how they relate to your personality. Um, And then every week, we're going to end our podcast with some pet peeves. Uh, So we'll talk a a little bit about those later. But from what you could tell, pet peeves are usually what you dislike about driving. Again, follow us on Instagram and tell us your pet peeve about driving. All right. So let's get started with the color game. Uh, let's, so let's start, let's give her a background. What color is your car, Karina? My car is white. <laughs> okay, and my car is red. <laughs> and, uh, bef- Vlad doesn't know what I'm about to say, uh, but I really think that red suits your personality. 
So do you want to just jump right into it, I guess? Okay, uh, yeah, let's do this. Uh, how does this suit my personality? Tell me, tell me, what does it say that I own a red car? Because I do, and I, I like red because it's one of my favorite colors. And I remember when I was at the dealership, it was the demo car that I was driving. I'm like, man, it, it looks really nice in red. I never thought I was going to get it in red because everybody has white, gray, silver, this and that. But red is just spicy. <laughs> spicy indeed. Okay. So red is often the color chosen by those who have a zest for life. So it's interesting that you chose the word spicy. Um, psychologists say that the color red is associated with communicating energy, warmth, and courage. They're outgoing, aggressive, fun, and impulsive, or they're someone who wants to be those things. So the color expresses fun and ambition. If you're a red car owner, then you're probably an alpha personality. <laughs> if your car is red, you're most likely ambitious and determined to get all you can get out of life. You tend to be restless and extroverted, so sometimes you're shocked when someone points out one of your shortcomings. You're a confident go-getter who is often the life of the party. What well, do you think about that? that? <laughs> I, I, I think that's a really nice compliment. I really like that description of uh, me driving a red car. Uh, I wouldn't quite say I'm the alpha personality, but I do like to have a good time, and I do like to go to parties, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and everyone loves you at parties, so I feel like it suits you really well. And then meanwhile, mine, mine isn't as exciting as yours. <laughs> white is associated with honesty and purity. If your car is white, you have taste and elegance and a strive for perfection which is true. true, yet sometimes you find yourself longing for a more simple life. If you're driving a white car, you want to present a fresh, young, modern face to the outside world. So that's fine. I don't know. I Same as you. I think I agree with the majority of it. Maybe not the whole thing. <laughs> Definitely the perfectionist part. I do agree with the perfectionist part. She takes a long time to do things. She's. I often call her a turtle for that. <laughs> but I guess it's because she wants to do it perfect, and it makes a lot of sense. So I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, there you go. And then just because our cars are red and white doesn't mean we can't talk about some of your cars. So I'm going to talk about black, green, blue, gray, and silver, just quickly. Okay, so let's start with black. Does it mean you have a dark soul? <laughs> what does that say about your personality? I don't I'm know. Really Batman does have a black car. But uh, if your car is black, you're dignified and striking without being showy. You want to give the appearance of mystery, but you may be longing for more depth in your life. Yet you are still timeless, important, and always in in control. Hmm. It's kind of nice. It's a good one. I, honestly, it sounds kind of boring. I'm still like the red. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Which color would you like next? Uh, let's do... Uh, honestly, we live in Toronto. Okay, Toronto GTA. So we, we get four seasons. Winter is pretty tough. There's a lot of salt on the roads. A lot of this, a lot of that. So a lot of people choose their cars white, gray, silver. There's not a lot of personality in the car, the color choices. I guess it's because it's neutral. It matches their outfit. It matches everything that they have on. So it makes a lot of <laughs> sense. But I don't get it, people. Toronto, why is it like this? Why do you guys go to the dealership and get a red car? Or a blue car? Or a green car? Or a yellow car? Not my taste, but for some, who knows? I don't know. Well, I think also might be the selection of cars that the dealership has. But for gray and silver... So, gray, if you have a gray cars, it says you know that there's a difference between silver and gray. I don't have a gray car, to be honest, so I don't really know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> gray is also the color of caution and compromise. You prefer to live on the run, 
and keel rather than with big ups and downs. Oh, you rather live on an even keel rather than big up and downs. And silver, you're practical, innovative, and business savvy. You have very good tastes. Unlike gray, a silver car has a metallic gleam that resembles the stainless steel appliances in modern technology, which is an indicator of someone who is sophisticated. It's a sign of elegance and po poise. The color itself hides dirt and scratches quite well and is a practical choice. So maybe that's why people are choosing it. So silver hides scratches and stuff? Yeah. Interesting. So you so you have a white car, right? Yes. It does not hide scratches in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. And, and it gets dirty real quick? And it gets dirty very quick. Cool. Does red hide any of the scratches that you get? I don't know. Not really. Kind of. Because it kind of like throws you off because it's so red and shiny. Like, whoa, it's so cool. And it doesn't make you see the details sometimes. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. Because I, I, when I first got my car, I would commute. Like, my commute would be a nightmare. I'd have to drive to a station and take the station downtown, or take the train downtown all the way to Young and Bloor, which is, like, the epicenter of the city. And I'd park it in this parking lot, and one day I came back, and there was these, like, four chips of paint missing. And I never noticed it until someone pointed it out to me. Actually, it was my dad who pointed it out to me. And I was going to say, like, who's pointing that out to you? <laughs> so it was my dad that pointed it out to me, and he's like, this is, and I was so upset because this was, I just owned the car for like a month at this point, and you know, I made my first payment to lease, and I'm like, oh man, this is so upsetting. But now I don't even notice it. It just, it kind of just, it's there. And I appreciate that it's there because it kind of differentiates it, it. Yeah, it makes it mine. Yeah. Okay, and let's move on to green. I used to have a green car, so technically this is past... Karina, <laughs> if you have a green car, you have a very strong sense of self and don't care what others think of you. You're gentle and patient, but your peace-loving nature does a, does tempt others to take advantage of you sometimes. Oh. Ooh. Does that mean like you started off with green and then you took that personality and then you kind of moved on from it and got into the white <laughs> a little bit? Is that like a transition? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Because to be, because to be quite honest with you, my last car, I had a Mitsubishi Lancer Rally R, two thousand and six, stick shift, two point four liter engine, beautiful car. It was black, and I, and I chose it because I liked the car, and it was like a nice neutral color. My other choice was yellow, so I choose black over yellow any day. But what does that say about my personality? Because I forgot what black is. So tell me, black. Again. Let's go back. Luxury and sophistication. Luxurious. That car was not so luxurious. Maybe. That car was not luxurious at all. It had like a rusted muffler, so it sounded like it was like a That's like a terrible. fart can exhaust. And I'm not a big fan of loud cars that much. I like a nice smooth noise, but that was just too loud a little, a little too loud. I got to fix it at the end of the day, but it is what it is. So that was my progression. So I guess yeah. I'm not as sophisticated. So you went anymore. from black to red. I went from green to white. Yeah, yeah. you know. Just... <laughs> um, and the last one is blue. So if you own a blue car, you're compassionate, optimistic, stable, honest, and serene. You like to be admired for a strong sense of self and wisdom. You know what's funny is both my parents had blue cars while I was growing up. So I wonder if they're it's just because they're so wise. <laughs> uh, well, to put up with you, you got to be wise. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, babe. That's awesome. Okay, so that's our color for cars. If you have any questions, comments, again, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. And we do answer to the comments. We would love to hear from you. Uh, 
and we can we could if we could give you voice clips we would. <laughs> okay, moving on. So we're doing a never have I ever game, but driving. Woo! Gridlock. Hashtag gridlock. <laughs> um, so again, Vlad does not know what I'm about to ask him. So we're gonna put him on the spot. So here's how it's gonna go. So for example, I will say, never have I ever picked my nose while driving. And then Vlad will answer whether or not he has, and then I'll respond with whether or not I have. So, have you picked your nose while driving? Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> uh, it happens, all right? It, it gets stuffy in there, all right? Honestly, part of the reason that I have tinted windows is just so I could pick my nose on the way home. <laughs> I'm personally too cheap to tint my windows, and my car's on a lease, so I'm not really putting any modifications on it. Oh, true, yeah. Maybe next time we can get into lease versus buying. Oh, that could be another topic. Yeah. Okay, never have I ever eaten while driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've actually just recently, I've eaten. Uh, I, was, I was actually driving to Muskoka, to Russo, which is like two hours away. And I stopped at this place called Weber's up like close to Aurelia, just north of Aurelia on Highway 11. And I wanted to see what the hype was all about, but I was in a rush because I had to deliver these wedding cakes, so they had to be cool in the car, right? So I got in, I got into the line quickly, made two, ordered two double cheeseburgers, and then I brought them back into the car, started unwrapping the cheeseburger as I was shifting, eating, shifting, eating, shifting, and eating. It was crazy. <laughs> and you know what? I don't get what the hype was that about. They were that, they, they, they were decent burgers, but I don't get what the hype was about with Weber's. I wish they had mayo on their burgers. I don't think you should be dissing Weber's on our podcast right now, but... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Weber's, but... We can you have know that what? debate separately. You know what, Weber? You know what, Weber? <laughs> I've yet to have a Google review for you guys, and it's coming, all right? What? And I'll just... I'll give you another one right after, seeing how amazing you are. <laughs> <laughs> I eat while driving all the time, as Vlad already knows, but I'm driving an automatic, so it's a little bit easier to eat while driving. I literally... I'm in love with Wendy's salads... Take the Wendy's salad, I'll be eating it with a fork and staring with my knee. It's probably not the best thing to do, but I can admit that that's what I do. Never have I ever not signaled while turning or switching lanes. I'm, I've never done that. I'm immaculate when it comes to signaling. <laughs> what... He is lying. <laughs> no, no, I'm not lying. Okay, maybe once or twice, but I don't remember when it happens. I don't remember. Uh, yes, but I, both of us do try our best to signal. I can admit that. But there's definitely times where I've forgotten. I remember when I first, like, known you when I was riding shotgun with you. Like, I'd be telling you, like, Are you, aren't you going to signal? Like, aren't you going <laughs> to signal when you make that turn? That's just because you were distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never have I ever gone down a one-way street the wrong way. Oh, I recently did that. On my, especially on my trip to Trinidad when Google Maps was wrong. So Google Maps was telling me to go down this one-way street that, was, that I wasn't allowed to go down. And traffic was coming on the upside way. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go in. I'm going to turn in. I'm going to do it. And I did it. I got away with it. And I don't feel guilty about that. I feel like streets should... I mean, I, there, there's rules for a reason. But at the same time, it was just I'm in a foreign country. You know, I feel, I, I do, I, I take it back. I do feel guilty about that. <laughs> I just wish there was an easier way to get to our uh, Airbnb when we were sitting down there. Well, I feel like it wasn't your fault, but have you ever gone down one street in Canada the wrong way? Do you remember doing that? I, I do. I do. It was, it was at your sister's place because she has a bunch of different one ways 
and then I saw a parking spot that I wanted to go that was just right over there, like literally like 20 meters to my left, but I couldn't turn left because I wanted, so I turned left and did it anyways. <laughs> I've actually done that as well, so no one's judging you here. Uh, maybe our listeners are. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the OPP doesn't get a hold of this podcast and charges us the tickets. Oh my God. Delayed tickets? Delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time frame these are in. Um, never have I ever parked in two spots. Like, know how you may call them beeps <laughs> when you're at the mall and you're trying to find a parking spot and then someone has parked in two parking spots? Have you ever done that? Never. 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 I, I could say never. I've never done that one. I've only done it in people's driveways. I've never done that, like, malls. Well, people's <laughs> driveways, I mean, that's fine, I guess. Like, that's, there's no, they don't have lines so to tell you where you can park or not, right? Or I've had it where I'm parking somewhere and, like, I go just in between the two cars that are there. I'm not paying attention to the lines. And then when I leave, those two cars are gone and then my car looks like it's taking up two spots and I'm like, oh, oops. But... Is that correct or incorrect? Because I was parking where the other cars were. I needed to park. Well, I also think if you if you feel if you're asking that question, then maybe you should ask the owner of the house that question. Is like, did I park the car correctly? Because then he or she well, what has if it's the a, most... It's a mall, and I've done that. It's a mall. Then I, I guess you got to chase down the owner of the mall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never have I been hit by a car or hit someone with my car. Oh, man. Come on. I mean, we all get into accidents here. Like, my last car accident was 2017. I got rear-ended. Oh, I didn't mean, like, in another car. Like, hit somebody. Oh, like, somebody hit... Like, I hit somebody? Yeah. Or you've been hit. Well, I hit... The last car accident that I got into was probably 2015... No, like a physical person, like not a car hitting another car. Oh. Like has a car physically hit you or have you physically hit someone like a pedestrian? Oh, man. I got hit by a car three times in my life. Uh, actually, I remember my dad ran over my foot one time when I was a little kid. And I don't know what I was thinking. I was just being a dummy. But he just ran over my foot and I remember it hurting pretty bad, but it didn't break anything or anything. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I remember one guy sideswiped me when I was uh, crossing the street in Romania, because I grew up in Romania. I'm from Romania. My name is Vlad. So <laughs> get that. Welcome to the podcast, Vlad. <laughs> so he sides. I was crossing, and I and I had the green light, but he had the right turn, and he was going kind of fast, and he sideswiped me as soon as I stepped step foot on the concrete or on the tarmac. And I remember that guy. He felt so bad about it because I was a little kid, and then he. Uh, he was like chasing after me, making sure I was okay, and I was running away from him because I don't want to get in trouble and this and that. And uh, he told my mom what happened when he came, and he felt so bad about it. But I was okay, you know what I mean. The last time I got hit, which was the last time I ever got hit by a car, I was six years old, and it was when I was in Canada, my first year. And I was coming back from the park, and I, I thought I looked both ways, and then this car just came out of basically nowhere, or appeared to be out of nowhere, and hit me and the last thing I remember was landing on my head upside down and then I remember the impact and then the next thing I remember was waking up on the grass and there was like maybe six people hovered around me thinking like wondering if I'm okay or not and I'm like holy moly like it's kind of like my life just flashed before my eyes like that and I did the same thing I'm like holy holy moly I'm gonna get in trouble my mom I was six years old I'm a little kid I didn't know what's <laughs> gonna happen right 
So I thought my parents were going to get me in trouble. I'm not going to be able to watch TV, this and that. So I run upstairs, try to run away. But I got, I'm like bleeding from the arms and the knees and stuff like that. But a bunch of people just follow me upstairs and tell my parents what happened. And that's the last pretty much thing that I remember of that. And that's the last time I ever got hit by a car. Yeah, I can't believe you got hit by a car three times. I've never been hit by a car in my life. Well, technically two, and my dad ran over my foot. So. <laughs> technically two. <laughs> Still shout two is to, more than others. Shout outs to you, dad. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then you have you ever hit anybody with your car? Like any pedestrians? No. I never hit any pedestrians. I'm, I'm very careful with that kind of stuff. So I've hit one pedestrian. But it, I wouldn't say it's a hit. It was more of a bump. Mm. And this is going to kind of merge into our pet peeve section but i was downtown toronto and i was turning i think i was on wellesley if you know this intersection wellesley and young and i was trying to turn onto young so there's a lot of pedestrians crossing in front of me so i'm trying to make a right turn and i have a million pedestrians crossing in front of me so as i see the gaps i'm like inching forward as good drivers do inching forward inching forward not getting near anybody and i'm pretty much through the crosswalk and doesn't this girl Instead of walking, this is my pet peeve, instead of walking behind the car, like you should, seeing that I'm making a right turn, she decides to walk in front of the car, and I'm looking where I'm turning, and I bumped her with my bumper. And she was, she gave me the middle finger, she was very upset. (laughs) (laughs) But, to be honest, everybody else was walking behind my car, so I don't know why she was the one walking in front of it. So, I feel like it's her fault, but I still feel bad about it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, accidents happen, right? Like, that's that's what they're for, but that's what a bumper's for, right? A little, little bump, <laughs> bump, you know? A little bump. She walked away, so it was not like she was hurt. Yeah, that's good. Like, I mean, at least you were itching kind of slow. Like, it wasn't like an aggressive turn or anything like that, so you're doing the right thing. So I think you're like, I personally think it's okay, but I, I still think it's a little, you know, it, it, it's kind of shady. It's on the edge. It's on the edge. <laughs> it's on the edge. You can argue both ways, really. Okay, never have I ever gotten a ticket. Oh, come on. Are you serious? <laughs> never have I gotten a ticket. Last time I got a ticket was 2015, actually. Oh, a lot of things happened to you in 2015. That's a four-year four gap since I got a ticket. It was a speeding ticket, too. So, I mean, I mean, but before that, I got, like, HOV lane tickets, parking tickets, speeding tickets, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, you've never gotten, like, I guess what other tickets would there be? Well, I mean, there could be DUI. There could oh, be yeah. On the more, the more darker side of the driving world. Okay. Well, I've gotten one speeding ticket as well. And I think that's it. Oh, no, and I had one ticket for not having my license on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. And then I went and fought it. <laughs> Because you had your license, Because I had my license. I just, like... And I wasn't that far from my house. I was actually going back to get my license when he pulled me over. And I think that's why he didn't ticket me for anything else but that. But I also wasn't speeding or anything, so... He just pulled me over just to check, and then I didn't have it. And he felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes they got to do what they got to do to, you know, enforce the rules of the road, too, right? So, I think tickets are good, but I also think they're kind of bad because the, the why I think they're bad is because insurance in Toronto is extremely expensive. Actually, it's one of the most expensive insurance rates in the world. And whenever you get a ticket that like 
it doesn't matter if it puts points on your license or not. The insurance company is going to find out about it, and it's going to increase your rate no matter what. So it's always important to like drive as safely as you possibly can with avoiding getting a ticket at all costs. Yes, definitely. So that's what I've been doing. So like I'm 30 now, but when I was in my early 20s, I wasn't as careful as I am now. And I feel like with age, you get more and more careful because your bank account is affected by that. That's true. And hopefully... If you have family in the car, that could affect that, too. Um, this next one, you already started kind of telling us earlier, and I interrupted you, but never oh. have I ever been in an accident. Oh, never have I ever been in an accident. Well, I mean, guys, I mean, I've been in a few accidents. Last accident I was in is um, 2017. I was coming back from the cottage. I had four passengers and a puppy. In my puppy. car. It was in, it was in my Mitsubishi Bradley yard. Rest in peace, baby. I'll always remember those memories you had with me, girl. I'm talking about my car here. I love that thing. And coming back from the cottage, I, I had a trunk filled with stuff. I even had like $4,000 of camera equipment in the back. And as I'm coming to like a stoplight behind another car, I'm stopping slowly. I'm cruising. I'm relaxed. Just had an amazing weekend, you know, with my friends. It was really nice. Stop, and all of a sudden, boom, my neck flings back. I got rear-ended. My neck hits the back of my seat. I'm in shock. I'm shaking. What's happening? Like, you know what I mean? My whole my whole rear end was pushed in by a Mazda 3, and the lady, was a dis- she was distracted. I think she was eating a slice of pizza at the wheel. Mm, eating prob- and driving. It's pizza pizza she was eating, too. You know what I mean? And she's probably dipping that thing in garlic sauce, which is delicious, by the way. And she <laughs> Shout hit out, hashtag pizza pizza. <laughs> and she hit me, and I remember my car was written off because it, it damaged the frame to the to the back of the vehicle. The airbag didn't go off, but it damaged the frame, and my car was written off. I remember it was, it was, it was a shocking That's night. so sad, yeah. yeah. How about you, Karina? You got any accidents? Yes, I've been in two. Uh... The first one, I was on the highway, and there was a truck in front of me, and in front of that truck, there was a car, and that car had its wheel pop, so the truck slammed on its brakes. Granted, I might have been too close to the truck, because when he slammed on his brakes, I didn't notice the car in front of him at all, so I slammed on my brakes immediately, and I slid right into his back. And uh, it hurt my car, but it did not make a scratch on this man's truck at all whatsoever. <laughs> was it a pickup truck? Yeah. So, like, I remember that the little pickup hatch of the back of his truck went right into my license plate, but my uh, but my car did not damage his at all. So was it, was it wet? It was wet that day. Oh, it was that's raining. Why you that's so why I wonder you why. So, some to this day though, I found out afterwards if I had turn the wheel in any direction it would have been not my fault but it was my fault because I was I rear-ended him yeah. and I didn't take an action to stop that from happening is what the cop said you know it's funny similar situation happened to my dad and it was he, he was a truck was in front of him wet conditions and there was a box in the middle of the road and he slammed on the brakes and then and the thing is my dad my dad slammed on the brakes too but it, yeah. he slid into the guy yeah, so it's, it's rough. So it's important to keep your distance. Yeah, it is. Listeners, keep your distance. If you're driving right now and listening to this, pace yourself. 
Um, I'm going to leave my next accent as a to be continued. <laughs> oh, oh, I got plenty of accents to be continued. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it in. So we, we gave you a little, a little taste. Um, and the last one, which I think is the funniest one. Uh, never have I ever confused the gas with the brake. Is that a yes or no? I've never done that. You've never done... Oh, I was planning on you having this wild story. Nope. I've never done that. <laughs> um, I've done it. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, it was when I first started driving, so I wasn't with anyone. I was in an empty parking lot. Um, but I've seen several people do it in parking lots as well. You could tell that their car just shoots back, and you're like, oh, what happened there? <laughs> or uh, my sister accidentally shot forward once in a parking lot, and then she hit her car on one of those yellow poles, and she had a yellow mark in, well, Ooh. what was my parents' car at the time for, like, a half a year. <laughs> well, I've learned how to be a professional parking lot driver. The secret is, don't even hit the gas at all. And yes, you're asking, oh, Vlad, how do you not hit the gas when you're in a standard vehicle? Oh, easy. <laughs> I, I feather the clutch to the point the engine catches onto the rear wheels, and I don't need to hit the gas. I'm just cruising in the parking lot because you need to be patient you never know there's so many different variables in the parking lot there's like you're literally like with 30 40 other cars that could be driving all at the same time into you like you have to be really really careful 10 kilometers an hour or i don't know how many miles per hour that is it's like six miles per hour something like that go that speed guys be safe in parking lots and be patient you're gonna get your turn you know and you know what damages to cars are expensive so drive safe everybody yeah even in traffic you should be driving safe. So, okay, now we're going to end off with some pet peeves. Okay. Um, so, we have some pet peeves from our listeners. She's working the cell phone right now. <laughs> so, do you have one that you want to start with, though, Vlad, before we read these listeners? You know what? My biggest pet peeve is when people on the highway are cruising in the leftmost lane, the passing lane. That is the fastest lane on the highway, and people are going the speed limit on that thing. I hate when people do that. That's not how you drive. People that just want to cruise merge over to the right, so other people that want to go faster can get by. It's safer that way. That's why, the actually in Germany, if you cruise in the left both lane, that's a ticket more expensive than running a red light, because in Germany they have no speed limits on the highway. Not all highways, but some of them, or most of them, they do. And I don't know if you could hear it in his voice, but he feels very strongly about this. <laughs> very strongly about this. I was, we were on the highway this weekend going to St. Catharines to work on your, your house. And, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't, I don't want to get into it too much, but it's dangerous, guys. It's dangerous. Stop cruising in the leftmost lane. It's not how you drive <laughs> So there's that. <clears throat> I already said when people walk behind, walk in front of your car instead of behind it uh, when you're turning right. But I also uh, think texting and driving is one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh my god, I couldn't agree more with you. That's annoying. It's annoying. And even though you might think that you're a genius or you might think that you're an amazing driver, either way, you're, you're either moving slower or you're being dumber. Stop doing it. Um, Shanae says, people not using turn signals. Shanae. That's a good one. Thanks, Shanae. Yeah, because uh, someone could easily cut you off on the highway. 
Uh, Malena says people who try to merge on the highway but go a hundred times slower than merging speed. LOL. Oh my God, I couldn't agree more with that. They're like merging on the highway going sixty kilometers an hour. Uh, you honestly, when people are merging on the highway, literally, like when you're taking that turn and it's turning in, as soon as you're done that turn, stomp that thing. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> All right, that's how you merge on the highway. You want to go. You want to be at a hundred kilometers an hour before you even merge. Get in there. Get exactly. in that traffic. Um, Jane says the traffic from Ottawa right now, but not using your turn signal is also up there. So she's agreeing with the previous comment. And last but not least, this person obviously knows you well because they say slow drivers in the left lane! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Don't even tell me who that is. Is that Alexi Jokic? <laughs> Shout out to my boy. <laughs> So thank you for that. All of our response. We will be waiting for more response for our next week. All right, guys. Everybody, you know, check out check us out at gridlock.podcast. That's our Instagram. And at podcast gridlock Twitter. And haul at us. Give us, you know, give us ideas for other episodes. Give us your pet peeves. Everything about driving. We just want to we, we get the word out there to make a, for a better driving experience for everybody in this world. And everybody stay safe. Yeah. Gridlock Podcast. And see you next week.